Hello, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast, your weekly source of actionable advice from industry experts in self-development, health, life vantage products, network marketing, and more to help you activate your wellness, your business, and your life. Today's episode focuses on product, one of the four pillars of belief. But first, the legal stuff. You may hear our guests talk about the income they've earned or how their health has been affected with LifeVantage. Please note that the average annual earnings of a typical active LifeVantage distributor in 2021 was $704. For the most up-to-date information, please click the link in our show notes. Any product statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, here's your host to dive into today's story to help you activate your life. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> um, okay, Jessica, tell me where you're, where you're from. Um, like, specifically, you're in a town of 600 people or something. Yes. So I'm in the middle of nowhere, central South Dakota. Um, my husband and I live on a farm near Oneida is the name of the town. So we live in the country, don't have a lot of neighbors. Mm-hmm. But yes, Oneida is the name of the town. It's northeast of Pierre, which is the capital of South Dakota. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to venture to say that Two percent of our listeners know that Pierre, Pierre is uh, the capital of South Dakota. <laughs> yes, or where is that? There's Sioux Falls, and then there's the rest of the state. <laughs> I'm in the rest of the state. I don't. Yeah. I don't even know where Sioux Falls is. Is that over on the? Is that on the east side? Yeah, southeast corner. Southeast corner. Okay. And then the Black Hills are on the other, the other corner. Black Hills are where Sturgis is at. Yep, Sturgis. Yeah. I ride, a, I ride a bike. That's the only reason I know that. Yes, those are the two things most people know about South Dakota. So. Well, and and the uh, the monument, the uh, the presidents. Yes, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Yeah, thanks. One of the seven wonders of the world is in South Dakota. Most it's people don't the, even know that. It's one of the seven wonders of the world? It is. I think like only if you're in South Dakota is that considered one of the seven wonders of the world. <laughs> Okay, well, I didn't make up the seven wonders of the world. <laughs> Surely you had to learn them in elementary school, right? Yeah, but I don't remember that being one of them, honestly. <laughs> uh, yes. may- maybe it was. I, I'll, I'll take your word for it. How's that? Okay, so you live in Oneida, 600-ish people. Um, you and your husband and you, your kids, right? How many kids do you have? We have five kids. And from- age range? four to 16. Holy smokes. You guys are busy. Yeah, it's busy. Definitely. (laughs) And, uh, so we were talking about this earlier, but so, uh, you had wrestling last night, you had a basketball game you're chasing after tonight and then wrestling again tomorrow. Yes. And, and, but it's a mix, right? You've got some daughters and, and one son or a couple of sons. One son, the rest are all girls and he's in the middle. Okay. And um, all sports or is there, and dance is certainly a sport, but sometimes thought of differently. Do any of the girls dance or are they all about basketball and softball and volleyball and what are their, what do they, what do they do? So we tend to um, stick to the school sponsored area sports. So, you know, we have volleyball, basketball, 
wrestling track yeah. and then um, softball. Okay. But there are other options. Just the closest place for us is 45 miles one direction. <laughs> and uh, that doesn't work for us. The joys of country living. Yeah. I love it. I grew up on the edge of town. My wife very much grew up in the country in a small little community. It's a little bit bigger than you. I think they had 2,000 people. Um, never done the edge of that. but So country, run, country living is, is in our blood and what we, what we love at, uh, at our house. Um, well, okay, so let's, let's, let's dive into you a little bit and who you are and what, what makes you tick and, and uh, your journey through Life Vantage and how long you've been here. Um, but we're going to back up a little bit. Um, you you still live basically where you grew up. Is that right? Yes. So my husband and I both come from generational farming families. So the rest of South Dakota is mostly geared around agriculture um, or um, hunting, mm-hmm. you know, um, economically. So um, definitely generational farming families. We've known, we knew each other all of our lives, but we didn't date until, um, he was already done with school and I was in college. So he's just, he's a little bit older than you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he farms still today, right? Yes. He farms with his dad and his brother. Mm. His grandpa has since passed, uh, but he did farm with his, his grandpa too, for quite a few years. Yeah, and I learned on our uh, earlier call that I don't ask how many acres he farms because we don't <laughs> ask that question. <laughs> it, it is like asking uh, asking a woman her age in our area. That's just a question you don't ask someone. <laughs> but um, and and one I've never I've been totally okay with not ever knowing the answer really to that question even as a kid because it didn't matter to me. Doesn't matter. But, and you're a chiropractor. Um, so, and you've got your own practice there in Oneida. Am I saying that right? Oneida? Yes. Oneida. Yeah. You've got your own practice there in Oneida. So let's, uh, I want, like, I want to understand how you got into it because I think it's an interesting story. The fact that you decided to go to chiropractic school, having only seen a chiropractor like once in your life leading up to that. So take us back to the beginning a little bit, or at least to, um, grew up on the country or grew up on the farm, small, small town, uh, really small town. Then went on to college. Where did you, where did you go to school? Um, so I went to, I did my undergrad at, um, NSU Northern state university in the Northeastern corner of South Dakota in Aberdeen. And I uh, got a BS in biology, but in high school I had two female, um, science teachers that were just really incredible. And I liked, I mean, I excelled at pretty much everything, but I liked, um, the biology classes. So I got a, I was working toward a BS in biology. And in the end, one of my, my advisor was trying to help me then decide what I was going to do with that degree. And he listed off all sorts of things, but I really had zero interest in plants. That was the most boring class I ever took was <laughs> plant-based. And yet I still married a farmer. So there's something with that, but um, animals, um, I, it's not that I don't like animals, but I could not work with animals for sure. And I think I would have been okay with reptiles and amphibians being left out of the food chain. Um, <laughs> so 
um, was the end of, end of, end of that chapter of my life. And he was trying to help give me direction. And I'd done a lot of tutoring and, uh, resident supervising just for all sorts of classes. And he, and he had suggested different professions and then just kind of whittling them down. It basically kind of was all coming down to uh, the only thing I really knew that I wanted to do was something human related. And I also knew that I wanted to have a big family. And he suggested chiropractic, which I, like you mentioned, and I'd told you before, I'd only been to the chiropractor once myself. And I'd watched my parents go a few times as a kid, but it wasn't really the greatest experience or memory. I mean, they would wait till they couldn't walk. And, um, you know, now knowing what I know um, kind of makes me laugh a little bit just to, you know, the person that can't stand up that comes in when they're miserable for an adjustment. Um, yes. So anyway, no, no real experience with chiropractic, but I researched it and it was all human anatomy and physiology. And, you know, he kind of sold me on the, the perk of, of being your own business owner, owning your own business and, uh, the flexibility that would offer with having a bigger family. And this was all before I even knew my husband. So, yeah. So then, um, went to chiropractic school and in the first class that we had, the first, the, the intros, the guy that was leading the class was just noting that half of our room was male and half female, something never heard of for the profession and asked who all had, um, had a, you know, a miracle story with chiropractic and there so many people stood up that he switched the question and said to have stand up who had not had a miracle happen with chiropractic. And I think there were maybe three or four of us that stood up and uh, he was just pointing out this is the most rare thing he's ever seen um, just being so split male and female and seeing so just a few that that didn't have that miracle story. And he asked the question, well, why are you here? <laughs> and when I explained my reasoning, I think most people in the room were also like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, but it did it did um, it did pan out. I do own my own business and I do have all the flexibility that, um, you know, that he enticed me with in the first place. You so you you accelerated through undergrad though, right? You did your undergrad in three years, is that right? I did, and that was before people took courses in in high school t that were also college courses. I didn't do any of that. I just took a heavy credit load. Well, that yeah, that was my question. Did you go year round, or did you just have like twenty plus credits a semester? Twenty plus credits a semester, and what? I taught fitness classes in the early in the morning over lunch and in the evenings I was always working or busy doing something well so what what like help me understand that drive like what like what were you are you just go 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 all the time or was there an objective to that kind of madness um I think it's that's just my personality the first semester they wouldn't let us take more than 14 credits and I was so bored and I, I didn't understand. I mean, I'm, I don't like to sleep in. Um, I've always had, had jobs. So waitressing, I think everyone should be a waitress just so they learn what that job is like. 
Um, but just, uh, you know, always had always had jobs and things to do and ways to serve. And it was boring. The first semester of college, I thought, was ridiculously boring. And I didn't want to participate in the things that most college kids were doing with their spare time. So I just found things that I actually liked that kept me busy. And adding more credits was an easy solution. The And once I did one semester at high credits, no one... Um, you know, and did well, the, my advisor didn't, he didn't really care. He's like, no whatever one, you want to do. No one questioned or challenged you on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you mentioned when you said chiropractic, part of the decision process was, uh, one to have a big family that, that makes sense. But you also, you also mentioned just the ability to, to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Expound on that a little bit. Like, what, what does that mean to you? So, I mean, I do think that has obviously developed and changed over the years, too. But it's the same basic principle, um, just empowering people to take back control of their own health and to make decisions that, that our decisions actually do influence where we are on that journey of health. But you know, and helping people um, in different ways before that, too. Um, I just really found it to be really rewarding. And it just continued on with um, learning more disciplines, learning more about the body, um, just really diving in that's that uh, that desire to never stop learning. That's still that's still in me. I'm still reading research and looking for more tools and questioning the status quo and not following with the beat of everybody's drum. That's, that's been there for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Curiosity is fantastic. So the, um, um, this desire to help people and to help from a health standpoint, is that you mentioned you taught fitness classes. Is that what drove you into the, to the fitness arena or, or was it just because it was group fitness is fun? Um, well, that's interesting too, because I, I started by just taking fitness classes, but then I I was, I was taking all of them and I never missed. And so one of the instructors was like, Hey, have you ever thought about teaching classes? And I was like, Oh no, like, I'm just fine back here doing my thing. Like, I just like the, the, um, the, advantages of working out in a group. I just feel like you work harder, you get a better workout, you don't know what to expect. So your brain is, you know, constantly engaged. And she said, she kind of basically offered me, well, you could have a free membership if you taught classes. And I was like, well, I don't know, how would I learn how to teach classes? And she was like, well, I'll teach you. And I was like, well, sweet, I can get my membership free. I mean, I was a college kid, right? We eat a lot of popcorn and ramen noodles, you know. So I um, started teaching and then I I was teaching eight or nine classes uh, in a week and all sorts of different things. And I loved eight, it. Eight or nine classes, 20 plus credits and living life, loving life. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> so so you, you cruise through uh, your undergrad um, and then you, I, is there a, I don't know if there's an entrance exam or if it's just application based to, to school. Yeah, um, it's application based and, you know, I have to have a certain GPA and um, in especially just overall and then in your science classes. 
um, as well. So you do that, you get through chiropractic school, and then um, and you're married at this point, right? Yes. So we got married just after I graduated from undergrad. So we, I graduated in May, we got married in June, and then I left in August for chiropractic school, and he was still at home farming. Yeah. And, uh, and, and if I remember right, you actually, your first child was born in that situation. Yes. So she was born during my second year of chiropractic school, right before my first round, no, second round of boards. Mm-hmm. How far was the farm from school? Um, about nine hours. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So you're at school dealing with a newborn and class and everything involved there. And husband is able to help somewhat but not really because he's farming. He's got to keep things running and it's a nine hour drive. You guys, like somebody should write a, a movie about you guys. <laughs> I'm not sure what that would look like. Oh, I think it would be a little crazy. Yeah. Okay. So you, you finish up school and then um, this part, I actually don't know you. I, I'm assuming you moved back to Oneida, back to where you grew up. Was there already a chiropractic practice in place there or did you just like, I'm doing this, I'm going to throw out a shingle and I'm starting my own business. Yes. So one of the tasks of your last trimester at chiropractic school is to basically write your own business plan, whether you're going to be an independent contractor, you know, essentially renting a space from somebody and having your own business within their business, or whether you're going to be an associate. So you're an employee of someone else, or whether you're going to partner with someone or start your own business completely. Mm-hmm. So I had done that. And actually, I wrote my business plan to partner with another couple that were practicing in the town 45 minutes from us. Um, and really, I kind of liked the idea of being in a multi-doctor practice. A few of the places I worked had that. And I really liked the way that you could you know, collaborate on different cases. And when someone was on vacation, there was still someone there to serve patients. You know, it just was um, a unique but um, desirable uh, business model. And so I had all but signed the contract. We were actually, my husband and I were there for the the final signing of our contract. And And um, it's interesting to even say now because uh, they, instead of wanting me to partner, they wanted, they came with a contract for me to purchase their practice and I didn't want to purchase their practice. So then I was shuffling to figure out what I was going to do. And so in just a week, I created an entirely different business plan and we built um, the building and everything from scratch in our tiny little town of nothing. You didn't even so buy we, like a shell of a building. Yeah. Nope. Nothing. I bought an empty lot south of uh, the bank. There's two banks in our little town and I bought an empty lot that the bank owned south of there. And I drew, I built my own layout of my business, the entire thing, priced everything out all within a week, all of it. Took it to, took it to the bank and we started we started construction and most of that. So my husband and his dad, um, his dad and my dad both have done construction work 
um, in their off seasons when farming as, used as to be. farmers do. Yeah, like farms used to have like this down season called winter where they didn't do a heck of a lot unless they had cattle. Mm -hmm. And um, my family had cattle, but my husband's didn't. So his dad did a lot of carpentry work and my dad did some too, just because he enjoyed it. Um, so my dad, my brother, my husband, his brother, his dad, there was a whole crew of people that built this, started building, we started construction in November. I graduated in November and then the building was complete in May. We opened. So it was kind of frantic. And um, yes, I am certain that you're not the only one that is thinking that is insane. And who would do that? Well, the, because. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, I um, I um, had several people that were definitely, and my grandpa was probably one of the most, and he lived, he lived, he's still alive. He's in a, an assisted living place now, but he was like, do not do this. You are not going to succeed. You are totally going to fail. And then you're going to have this empty building on our main street. Like this is not going to work. And um, yeah, so well, I think there's a whole lesson there about believing in yourself and 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 setting a goal and just doing it. And that's probably something we should discuss for another episode. But, <laughs> but because yes, it from a from a from a logical standpoint, your grandpa was right. Like, you know, you're fresh out of school, you don't have any experience running that business. I mean, certainly farmers are the ultimate entrepreneur and their business, you know, run businesses. But you grew up in that environment, but you didn't do it. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, just the gumption and courage to say, no, I'm starting my own business. There's <laughs> there's no reason this business should work in, in 600 with 600 people, but I'm going to build a building. I'm going to plant myself right here on Main Street and I'm going to make this work. Watch me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. And you say it with a smile. Yep. That's exactly how I did it. That's exactly that's exactly what it was. It was sort of like, which is probably oh, you think it won't work? Well, watch me. Yeah, watch me. Which is probably exactly why it worked. Um, well, that's fantastic. So that so you get started in May. That's how long ago? How long have you had that practice? Um, May of two thousand eight was when I opened. So okay. it's about fourteen years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well. Congratulations, you proved them wrong. <laughs> yes. You got past the first year and you didn't leave a vacant building on Main Street. Yes. <laughs> yes, for uh, sure. That's amazing. Well, okay. So uh, 14 years you've had, you've been running your own uh, chiropractic practice. Um, as a LifeVantage distributor, how long have you been involved with LifeVantage? Since the end of 2017. So... Five, five years. Five-ish years. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and you were introduced through a patient, right? Um, no. She was actually not a patient of mine. She mm -hmm. was a patient of mine's mom and okay. or mother-in-law. So okay. her... Um, She's a flight attendant and her son is the high school principal uh, in our tiny town. And her daughter-in-law used to come to some of the fitness classes that I then taught out of my own building mm -hmm. for a number of years. So her daughter-in-law came to the classes and she was back in town for Memorial Day weekend. 
and had shown the this information to her son and daughter-in-law. And her daughter-in-law is like, this is so weird. You've got to tell Dr. Jess about this. She would be all over this. So um, she showed up at my office before I opened um, the day after Memorial Day, which was also the same week. I was going to be there Tuesday and Wednesday and then gone the rest of the week to take my national acupuncture board exam. So she, it was crazy. So you can imagine this, right? Coming off of a holiday weekend mm-hmm. at that time, four kids and school's just out. Uh, I've been studying all weekend and this woman comes into what I thought was going to be, she maybe hurt herself. I knew she ran marathons and I knew she had um, so come thought, with. You thought she was coming as a patient. Yes. Injury. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought she maybe hurt herself. She was back for the weekend and she had come to a few of my fitness classes with her daughter-in-law here and there um, when she would come to visit. But that's really, I very briefly knew anything about her. And okay. So she shows up and what? So she shows up and when she first started, she did, um, she just kept, she just asked me a few questions. I don't remember the exact verbiage. And it's funny because we've kind of gone back, she and I talking about it, trying to remember what she did exactly say to me. And um, my brain obviously was not, not even really thinking about what she was saying. And I honestly, if I'm 100%, I, she was asking me questions like, so, you know, do you have patience with inflammation or oxidative stress and what do you typically do to help them and have you heard of the NRF2 pathway and by the time she got to asking about the NRF2 pathway I if I'm honest I was irritated with her I'm like what why are you here you know I, uh, um, because I was familiar with the NRF2 pathway but she would have no idea why I had a note why I knew about the NRF2 pathway. And I honestly still was like, okay, get to the point, like what's wrong with you so that I can help you and you can get out of my office because I have an entire waiting room full of people that scheduled appointments. And here I am talking to you. And my staff is also really annoyed with me at this point too, because why did I tell this person to come in the first place? And so anyway, so I'm like, why are you asking me this? And then she's, she's like, okay, just give me three more minutes and uh, leave. And she showed me the ABC primetime investigative report. And, and then I'm like, oh, okay, she's here for a product. So I'm like, well, she's trying to sell me something. And if you could see my desk at that time, other than the fact that it was messy with stacks of things I had not gotten done, you would have seen what I call um, the baggies on my desk, right? So a person comes in and they have a baggie of this new product that they are so excited about that they want to sell me and they would just love it if I would sell it because they could make so much money, which is pretty much what they come in with, I, the baggie on the desk. And I I would throw them all away at the end of the week. And if she had looked, she probably would have seen that there were two or three on my desk at that moment. So to say that I was not very nice is probably putting it nicely. <laughs> like I, I'm guessing at this point, I was probably really annoyed. So I watched the ABC though. And when they got, when it got done, I said to her, is there research behind this product? And she said, yes. And I said, interesting. Is any of it done by... A third party or is it all done by has it all been done by the company 
And she said, she said, there's some of both. And I said, okay, well, I don't have time to talk to you about a product right now, but you can send me the research and I'll take a look at it once I get done with my board. It's going to be next week for sure. I am taking an acupuncture board this week. I'm not interested in looking at it right now. And she said, okay, I'll email you. So my office manager gives her a business card. She's out the door. She emails me like you should, right? She she emailed me three studies um, and then followed up and followed up and followed up. And if you look, my enrollment is the end of June. Um, so from Memorial Day till I enrolled the day I read the research. So it really wasn't, uh, it was it was good. The follow-up for the fortune is in the follow-up. Um, she followed up multiple times and I asked my account manager to print, um, asked her if she sent research in this email that she was following up with. And she said, yes. And I said, print it out and I'll look at it. And so I sat down on a Saturday morning to read research, which is not unlike me. I get up early and I will read research. And I started reading the studies and the first study was really good. Um, really good. So I read the second one and it was also good. And the third one was good. And not only were they good, but the p-value was good. The statistics were good. Um, so, you know, uh, th those are important. These are important things to me. But all three studies she sent me were good. And I'm like, well, she sent these to me. So what else is there? So I did what anyone does, right? I Google it. Open up Google. I opened up Google. I wanted to see what uh, what what there was that was bad. And um, I went to PubMed and I saw that first and saw that there were more studies than what she had sent me, which I didn't read the studies. I just read the very briefly the the titles of the studies. And then I went to Google and I found a few bloggers, naysayers that say stupid stuff that makes no difference. A lot like people saying chiropractic doesn't work or, you know, some other useless comment. So nothing of merit. Uh, but in, in the midst of my Google searching, I had found a webinar with Dr. Dan Murphy, who is pretty well known in uh, the chiropractic world. He teaches nutrition world worldwide. And he was endorsing NRF2 and NRF1, which I didn't know really much about NRF1 at all, right? Because all I had seen was research on NRF2. And the only thing I knew that could positively impact the NRF1 pathway was laser, which I had learned from him. So I, I watched that webinar and then I thought, wow, is this real or is this not real? So I started messaging my, some of my colleagues. I'm like, hey, have you heard of ProTandem? No. Have you heard of NRF2 pathway? Of course, none of them had heard of NRF2 pathway. Have you heard of protandum? No, none of them had heard of protandum. And then I'm like, and then they're like, Jess, if I wanted to know something about science, I would ask you, you don't call me for science advice. This is really bizarre, you know, doing this backwards. Yeah. And then, and so then, so then I'm trying to explain, you know, why I'm asking these questions. So I get back into my email, I emailed, I'm emailed Debbie back and I, I said, okay, uh, we need to have a conversation like really soon. And, um, I, you know, and I asked her the, the, the typical questions that maybe, maybe not everyone answers, but in my profession, you're sort of taught to avoid network marketing. 
And so even though I'd never actually done network marketing, I had an, I had a negative impression of network marketing, uh, but really just knew to avoid it. That's it. I didn't even know why I was avoiding it. I just knew to avoid it. And uh, and honestly, all those other baggies on the desk never had research that was performed by third parties. So um, I never looked any farther than that. I didn't even I never tested the product. I never used it, tried it in practice. I didn't even look at the research produced by their own company. I just threw them away. So. So what I asked her were the things that I didn't know, right? So like, am I going to have to sell my soul to the devil or how much product do I have to actually purchase? You know, <laughs> what am I, what are my quotas and what mm-hmm. do I have to do with this? And, you know, um, I, I don't remember the, the details of that, you know, the exact wording of any of the conversations, but those were kind of the basic ideas. And she was like, well, um, just very simple. You know, she, at that time we had, um, a bigger pack, which was maybe a thousand dollars and then a smaller pack and two smaller packs and, and otherwise just purchasing whatever you wanted. And I'm like, there's not a bigger pack than a thousand dollars. I'm going to go through that in no time. Cause everyone in there, <laughs> everyone needs to hear about this. You know, <laughs> even if the only thing I talk to them about is NRF two, like I'm going to, there's a moral obligation to share this with people. I mean, this was not just a a tiny, this was not just a tiny thing, right? Um, I knew that based on that research, if if 10,000 people take this and 9,995, 99 get the result that's anticipated, that there, there's, there is no part of me that could ethically not tell people about it. Okay. What did you see in the research? Like what, 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 like what you're saying right now is incredible. And you're saying that from the perspective of a healthcare professional that knows the research, but so what did you see? What was it that stood out to you? So, um, underlying and basically, you know, we can't talk about specific symptoms, conditions or diseases, but underlying and getting back to the root cause, which is essentially what I had already spent most of my life figuring out is what can we do to make ourselves healthier? What can we do on a cellular level to improve health. Because if cells are healthy, tissues are healthy, and tissues are healthy, organs are healthy, organ systems, and then the human. So instead of treating this end thing that the human has, if you can go back and look at the cells, you're gonna make this huge impact on the human. So I've always gone from that, even chiropractic. You can't say that chiropractic is a cure for constipation, but I can tell you that the most common things that I see resolve for people are constipation and are digestive and sleeping issues. Um, people think of chiropractic as a treatment for pain or headaches, but by far the reasons that people continue are the other responses in their body that are working the way they should when subluxation is removed. So I saw, I saw, which I still see, NRF2 is the most potent detoxification, anti-inflammatory, anti-tumor, anti-cancer pathway in the body. So 
I don't care what the end result of having the problem is. I know that if we can really influence that pathway, the more things we can do to open that pathway, uh, the more health we're going to create in humans. So I, I think, um, I think for me, it was just, I, and I had, um, and then NRF1 for the mitochondrial function. I mean, mitochondria are the energy producing part of the cell. If the cell's engine is not working, the cell's not doing its job. So again, I, I know a ton of conditions that underline we see high levels of oxidative stress. We see high levels of mitochondrial dysfunction. And we're over here putting Band-Aids on the end of that human. And we're not going back to see what we can do to influence those two pathways. So I, I knew that that was huge. Um, so I don't know if that really answered yeah, the question. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It, it's perfect. And I love... What, what you said, right? If we can influence cells, we influence, that we can, then we can influence tissue. And if we can influence tissue, then we can influence organs. If we can influence organs, we can influence systems. Influence systems, we're going to influence the whole human. That's such mm -hmm. a perfect way to think about it and to look at it because that is literally exactly what, what we're doing. Um, I love it. That does, that helps a ton. Um, the other, the other thing that I love your comment, um, just the moral obligation to share. Um, I, I, one, I wholeheartedly agree, uh, but it also tells, tells me and everyone listening an, an awful lot about you and what motivates you and drives you. Let, um, tell me, so you've, I mean, you, you know, you've been an entrepreneur running your own business, um, essentially your entire life. Um, 14 years as, uh, in, as a chiropractor, five years in, in LifeVantage. Um, you had plenty of business experience prior to LifeVantage. What, what if anything, and well, yeah, what if anything, what's the biggest lesson that you've learned um, about business through LifeVantage versus your own clinic? So... LifeVantage offers something that other, other businesses don't offer and other business models don't offer. So sp specific to the, the business model of network marketing, but also specific to LifeVantage's compensation plan um, that are totally different than traditional business model. So, um, but I, I, I learned that. I learned that. I didn't know that. I came into this with the same entrepreneurial mindset that I had with my chiropractic business. And that was, I have a tool and a gift and I can help people with it. And that really, I, I was what our company likes to call ignorance on fire. And I was 100% that. I didn't know how you got paid. I didn't care how you got paid. Um, any of that. So I had to go back, though, and learn, learn this business model. But something I had already learned, um, having grown a chiropractic business in a town of a town of not very many <laughs> to uh, a, a waiting list practice and and growing and, and becoming successful and being there, that if you're constantly giving that you, you have to receive too, right? And I, and I was not, I was so imbalanced, so imbalanced, working as many hours as I could to serve as many patients as I could. 
And then when I would get done trying to show up as a wife and a mom and housekeeper and cook and, you know, all of the hats that you wear. And there wasn't a lot of me left over uh, after I was done working and giving. And the busier you got with your practice, the worse that it got uh, at home. I mean, it was good to be busy. So um, don't take that in an ungrateful (laughs) way that my practice was successful. It wasn't that I was not grateful for the success in practice. Uh, But I uh, but I also learned there was a price for that and, and and a counterbalance. But something my chiropractic business could never offer was that if I don't show up, my business makes no money. So if I'm injured or if I take a vacation or a sick day, there is no income coming into my chiropractic business and no one's health is influenced. But with my Life Vantage business, I not only have a bigger way to make a bigger impact on more people, but I can impact people that I would never even know without the the really magical business model that this is. So people that I would not have any influence over, I can influence their health in a positive way and influence the people that they influence by influencing them. And that's just in chiropractic, in my chiropractic business, it's one at a time. It's each person I can actually put my hands on within the day and um, and with Life Vantage, it's over and over this ripple effect that just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. And when I need to take a vacation or a sick day, I continue to get paid. And, um, you know, and, and it's it's also, you know, being a, an entrepreneur is also it can be, a you know, a lonely place too. Mm-hmm. owning your own business. You're you're busy. And your job is to serve your patients and to provide customers with a service. And so, you know, your time, you're cleaning your building, you're preparing files, you're studying your cases, and you're, you have a lot of focus on, on each patient and a lot invested in them. You know, they become your people, if you will, but you're, you're giving from them. And in, and in the Life Vantage business model, you partner with people that are like you. You draw in, you know, when people say that your vibe attracts your tribe, you're drawing in people that are like you, that you want to spend time with, that want to spend time with you. And you're doing, you're traveling with them. You're discussing cases with them. Um, you're, you have this totally different community that I didn't know I needed as desperately as I did. Um, so I think that's I kind of the two. I don't know if I answered completely the you question did. again. No, you did. And I love <laughs> the fact that, that you found a, a, the community that you needed without even really knowing that you needed the community. Um, it's an aspect of network marketing that that is talked about, but kind of in the periphery. But it's absolutely the case. I mean, you just, you, you, your vibe attracts your tribe. I love that. Um, it's 100% true. Um, you're talking about entrepreneurship. There's, there's something about being an entrepreneur that when you actually have to make payroll, that's when, like, you learn a whole new lesson about yourself and about effort and work when you realize everybody that works for me I'm ultimately responsible for writing that check. And uh, 
I think everybody needs to learn that lesson at one point mm-hmm. or another. Everybody in business, anyway, for sure. Um, let's shift just a little bit. I, I, I want to ask a couple of questions about, about products and how they work for you and work in your... Well, actually, I don't. I want to, um, you know, as you've been talking about business and what you learned there, my understanding is because of your life vantage business, you have actually been able to pull back a little bit from your chiropractic practice as far as how busy you are there. Is that, is that right? Yes. 100% accurate. Um, I, I mean, I do remember in, um, and I mentioned that too, in the January, in January before I was introduced to these products, when you're making new year's resolutions, I remember, you know, part in prayer and part in writing down, you know, and envisioning your year, one of the things I kept thinking was, man, if I could just duplicate myself, right? If I could just have one more of me, it would be great. Like maybe if I had a wife that did all the things I did, um, but it was actually me, you know, what if I could self-duplicate, right? Um, that and, and my health was, you know, was struggling a little bit too, even taking high quality sold only through physician supplements and a lot of them. So, I mean, I did have some pretty massive changes with my own health, um, even though I wasn't thinking about myself when I started with the products. Um, but definitely I and I always had that that constant pull of like, if I reduce my hours, I can't get everyone in. Um, and, but then I would have more time with my family or if I work more hours, I have less time with my family and less of me is left over for that. And so I remember this kind of struggle or this pull between do, so who do I show up as? You know, am I, am I, you know, a wife and mom first or am I a chiropractor first? And, you know, that balance and the guilt, no matter which way I, I chose. And so after, after starting my life vantage business, and it was probably, it was probably about six months into my life vantage business and learning about the business model. And I can still remember um, Marcel Needlehauser explaining the, you know, the traditional business model and the network business, network marketing business model. And, uh, you know, three to five years of working hard at something um, and, and having more time to spend the rest of your, your life living. And I, I remember seeing that, but, uh, yes. So I have, I have, I work three, I see patients in my office three days a week now instead of five or four, which is what I used to do. And, um, and I do feel like I'm able to have, and I, and balance is not a, you know, not the best word because I don't know whoever really has this, um, you know, perfect amount of balance. Um, and, and life vantage is definitely, you know, a business you can build in the nooks and crannies of life. And I think I'm 100% proof of that. Although you do have to be very disciplined and, and diligent as far as what you're, what you're doing, that's actually, you know, work and working and producing income and making an impact and a difference in other people's lives. So, but yes, I, I see patients three days and I build my fanage and I'm a, a, a wife and a mom in the other <laughs> in the other areas of my life. Building it in the nooks and crannies of, of your day. I love it. I think we confuse sometimes um, balance means uh, equal. 
um, across all those different hats. And that's not what it should mean. It just Mm-mm. are are the different are the things that are important, getting the attention that they need and deserve. And, and um, but that's that's easier said than done, for sure, for all of us. Um, so today, right? It's been five years. You, we've we've launched a couple different products and uh, got a couple different products since you started. Um, what what are the products that you cannot live without, both professionally and personally? Or personally, I don't. You, which what can you not live without? Well, NRF two. I mean, come on, people. <laughs> Goes without saying. You you just can't even talk. I don't even think you can talk life vantage without talking NRF2. And and I do think that there's, you know, I think there's a a complication to our science. And I do think that because there is so much science with our company, I think there are times when the average person finds it difficult to explain it. And I do think that over the time that I've been with Life Vantage, there's been a there's been a, a push and, you know, and and trying to get to that point where we can make this simple enough that anyone can feel comfortable sharing it. And and I do think that the system that we have right now is as ideal as it could be, you know, with sharing tools and not being a tool. And honestly, even when you are the tool, they they're the only thing that they're going to get from you is your excitement and your passion and, um, you know, that that intention that you're bringing with it. I mean, I remember being the tool. So I'm going to just be really honest here and say that I tried and I did spew science all over everyone. I, <laughs> I would read studies. I would explain the studies. Um, but I, I was so excited, you guys, so excited to, about NRF2's potential. And I, and I still feel that excitement now. And I think everyone, if you don't have that excitement, then get to someone who has that excitement so you can feel that fire and, and feel so much conviction with saying it. Whether you understand it or not, this is incredible. There really isn't anything else on the market like NRF2 or like the concept of activation. So, um, so I do think that that complexity often can muddle what you're saying or not saying or whether you're saying it or how you're saying it or whether you're coming across like you're trying to sell because you're trying to explain science that you do not get. Um, I think uh, getting back to the the simplicity of the ITT system of sharing tools, of having a genuine interest in humans and their um, and their health is where all of it is. It's all built on connection. This is such a connection business and you're sharing with people you're connected to to see a benefit in them. So definitely NRF2 is the 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 one the one the the mega one but um, so many products that are just so phenomenal and mind-blowing people that I had struggled to see changes with I got changes with with our products and in different combinations so we definitely have breakthrough products um we definitely have products that not not everyone needs you know three of this or one of that or, you know, whatever. Their support of each body is unique. Uh, but but opening up those pathways and activating pathways, I still think our fundamental lesson is so profound 
um, that, and loud and just loud, you know, and, and what you, what do they, what are they, what does each person have going on? How can you best help them is going to be geared by what that person has going on in them. So, um, I mean, I can't, I would discount products to be like, well, you know, I don't know about this one because I've seen such cool things with that one that even if it's not my favorite product, um, I have seen really cool stuff with it. So um, I, I think I think um, our collagen is blowing everybody's mind. And it, it was I was not excited about our about <laughs> collagen. I'm not going to lie. I have recommended collagen for five or six years, different quality brands that people spent quite a bit of money on that weren't getting changes with it. And so when ours came out, I'm like, well, I mean, in theory, when you looked at the, the, the idea behind why they wanted, why, why supplementing with collagen, it made sense. But to actually get that therapeutic result in people, I had not seen that. Um, but our collagen, <laughs> wow. Um, I, I think, you know, just there, there are some times where I, um, I think just coming back to our company and that activation concept, you know, it, it surprises me, but yet doesn't surprise me, right? So um, having an, a collagen activator is totally different than a collagen supplement. And so I really just feel like, LifeVantage does a really good job of not just offering products, but offering um, offering results and in a way that is is easy to get someone to do. I mean, uh, the, probably the biggest complaint I get about our collagen is they wish it was bigger so they could drink more of it because it tastes <laughs> so good. So I, I, um, I think our collagen is a game changer. And I think um, I, I think. I think Axio, you know, the, the resilience to stress, the improvements in mood and mental health. I think mental health is a huge thing. And well, since 2020 hit, I think um, our products are they're rocking their benefits even more than they were before. But um, and that's a whole nother science conversation. Even the collagen, I think, since 2020 has a profound effect because of some of the things that uh, some of the ways that are impacted by that. But uh, again, another another conversation. So, so Nerf two collagen Axio. Those are probably my absolute my favorites, just personally. But as far as clinically, I've seen some incredible stuff with our fat burn product. Um, I've seen a lot of neurological and hormonal things with NRF one and fat burn NAD. Um, and then, you know, you got to talk about basic supplements because, you know, our diets are deficient, our, um, even when we're trying, our, our food is deficient. So talking about those basic supplements, probiotics, prebiotics, postbiotics, omegas, you know, I mean, those are fundamental basic things that most humans are deficient in. So having the ability to get those from the same place, I think, is a huge thing. I mean, I remember even as a practitioner thinking, man, I wish there was just one company that had everything because this is exhausting. You know, you order this product from here and this one from there. And, you, you know, you have all of these companies you're dealing with. And I really like that LifeVantage has, you know, tried to make a more of a complete like one stop shop, you know, a little bit, not exactly like Amazon, but you're able to, you know, 
when Amazon suggests that, hey, there, this might be something you like, I, and then you actually are, I feel like my fanage is like that. You know, you're interested in this product, so you may also be interested in one of our other products. Yeah. Um, and how could I forget the skincare? <laughs> the skincare and the hair care um, and, the, and the personal care line. I just really feel like using the same NRF2 technology outside in was just magnificent. And it, again, gets results. So um, and clean, non-toxic. You know what I love is, is that you keyed in on, on at the very beginning was all about the activation products, right? We, we've introduced the three pillars or a way or pathways, a way of talking about our product line to optimize health, uh, to help people achieve more and to help people look radiant. Ultimately, those are the three objectives of the product line. Um, and, and you keyed in on right at the very beginning, the, 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 the key products in each pathway that are activators, NERF2, NERF1, NAD. Then you mentioned fat burn and Axio that are, that are the key activation products in the Achieve More. You talked about collagen, which is the key activation product in, in Look Radiant, which all of that harkens back to your, your statement at the beginning of the conversation. If we can influence the cell, Right, we're going to influence the tissue. If we influence the tissue, then we can influence organs. If we influence the organs, then we're going to influence systems. Influence the systems, we're going to influence the whole human. Um, and we do that with those key activators in each product pathway. And then we have, as you mentioned, the, the, the supplemental products that are support products to the rest of those. Um, I love that. And, and for me personally, it's very validating to hear you and someone of your experience talk about it that way. It's, it's, it's very, very encouraging. Well, let's do this. Let's, uh, let's wrap up, but with a couple of, couple of questions, um, wish list. And I've, I don't have, I don't think I've ever asked this in the, and so I may regret it and we may cut this out of the, out of the podcast, <laughs> but wish list, like, what do you want to see you personally? What do you want to see more of from, and that, that is an open-ended question. Um, meaning, product, research, something on the business side? Like, what do you want to see more of? Hmm. Dang, I wish you would have asked me this one so I could have thought about it sooner. <laughs> um, that's a great question. I mean, I think, obviously, um, uh, more activators. I think the company keeps coming out with more impressive activation products. Um, you know, the, the more the merrier, um, our bodies are so complex. And I feel like even though our technology and science has advanced, we still know so very little about the human body. So I feel like there's always more opportunity to learn more and to do better. And I feel like activation is that technology. It's taking things to the next level, like supplements might be um, a foundational, you know, a basic thing that we need, but it's nothing in compared to activation. It's so next level. And I think that we have that technology and playing on more of that would be, um, you know, obviously my wish list. And then of course, research to back it up. What's it doing and why is it doing it? Yeah. So, and then from a business standpoint, I, I don't, I don't think I could, there, there could be something I mean, I think Life Vantage keeps stepping that up too. I mean, there's there's different ways. Um, you know, people have different things that motivate them, different love languages, different things that they respond to, where someone might get excited about 
um, cash, the next person is excited about a product or a trip or, a, you know, a, a, a coaching session with someone or the ability to give back to some, you know, foundation that's important to them. I feel like Life Vantage just really steps, steps up in their in their ways of supporting us to try to hit on all of those different um love languages as far as and our compensation plan is so much better than every uh, any company I've seen on in the market um I just I I don't know if I could give a good wish list as far as that part goes fair enough um yeah yeah fair enough well uh so what about and this is probably a question I should have asked earlier <coughs> or told you to think of but what uh what products do you want to see in the future? What's your wish list there? And you mentioned activators as far as what you want to see. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, like we have a, a basic checklist of criteria, five specific things that every product that we launch moving forward has to meet. Uh, these, it's a, well, the checklist of five things. The number one thing is activation. What is, what is the activation story? What are we targeting? Um, so you will see that, but if there is a specific product or products in the future for Jessica, what would they be? You know, when I, um, I, I thought of that when I first started with this company and, and probably the question most pop, most often that people get when they're talking to people about life Vantage is, you know, so do I still take my multivitamin or, um, you know, is there anything I can cut out if I start using activators, you know? Well, so there's some underlying things there. I think as the pathways are opened up, I think you're able to get, you know, more out of what you are putting in. And there may be some underlying deficiencies um, in, in specific people. Um, but there really isn't a lot of research as far as even though most people are encouraged to take a multivitamin by who, I don't know where that general theory came from. But, um, you know, there there are aspects of pathways in our body that require, you know, magnesium and copper and zinc and small minerals and and specific vitamins in certain forms to make an influence in um, in cellular health, too. So I remember thinking, when I started, what do I take that Life Vantage doesn't make? And when I started, that was an Omega Plus. That was the only thing I, I took an Omega product that was not sold by our company before ours came out. And I also took um, um, magnesium, uh, you know, very specific magnesium or um, mineral formulation. And so I don't know. You know, I haven't, um, obviously you're giving me this on the spot, like what product? <laughs> and I, I feel like my health is in such a good place right now with what we do have. I, I mean, I think collagen really took it to the next level, it really did for me. Um, I just couldn't be happier with our current lineup. So, um, but that would be, you know, yeah, that, that's not, you, not a great answer, is yeah, it? <laughs> I don't, well, I don't want you to make something up either, but, uh, uh, do this. Um, you think about it, and you let me know, and and I'll add it into uh, to the intro, or I'll add it into the outro of this of this call, um, if if we've got time. So you do that. 
Um, the question I get made, I get made fun of this around the office because whenever I do these or other, other types of calls, uh, kind of the ending question is always, okay, what, what didn't you say that you wanted to say, um, or some iteration of that question. So what didn't you say that you wanted to say? (laughs) What is it? So what is the drive? I, um, you know, I think something that I maybe didn't say was why I was familiar with the NRF2 and NRF1 pathway was because I um, had researched those two pathways for one of my best friends. And I, from a distance, was in charge of her nutrition. So that was how I was familiar with them. And I remember when she was sick praying for something stronger, for for better technology, for um, more tools, something, some kind of a miracle, right? Everybody's been there. You, pr- you prayed for something, something better than what you knew. And, and she had passed before I heard about this. But I remember thinking to myself, if this is real, and it could save one person from going through what she did, that it would be worth it. And I, I watched a movie, um, escaping my mind, um, but it was built on the concept of one more. And it, it's a movie, it's a military movie, and the guy did not carry a gun. And they had to climb this ladder. He climbed a ladder to the top and we were getting massacred. And he would essentially go up and find a wounded soldier and carry them down. And he carried them down one by one by one. And he was putting his own life in danger, real danger. The movie is Hacksaw Ridge. That's what it's called. And he would go up and he would go up. And every time he would go up, he would say he's going for one more. And his hands were raw from lowering them down by a rope. And he saved over 300 and some soldiers by doing that and living with the concept of just helping one more. And I really feel like with our products, we have the ability to help one more person to lead a healthier life and it's worth it. Well, that echoes, um, that echoes your statement about moral obligation. So it's a perfect way to end. Thanks, Jessica. This has been, uh, it's been enlightening. It's been fun and it's been powerful. So thank you for your time. Uh, and, and speaking for the audience that's listening, thank you, uh, thank you for your time and sharing a little bit more about yourself. Yes, thanks for asking me. Thank you for tuning in to the Activation Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and share your biggest takeaways from today's discussion with anyone who could benefit from them. This episode is sponsored by Life Vantage Legacy, a nonprofit dedicated to improving lives and building a lasting impact for those in need around the world. Learn more at lifevantage.com. We look forward to sharing more with you during next week's conversation. Thanks for listening and being an important part of the Life Vantage community.